everybody. Welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SmackDown episode 1068 and 205 Live episode 165, both broadcast on February 7th, 2020. Um, so I am recording this a couple of days later. Uh, I'm recording this on Monday, the following Monday afternoon. It is the 10th. Um, so I don't... <laughs> I'm going to try to remember specifics from my notes. I took pretty good notes, pretty extensive notes. But um, the title of the podcast, the title of this episode, I don't remember what that's from. <laughs> I hope that I, and I think when I, I, I remember when I was writing it, like, am I going to remember this, what part of the show this was from? So I hope, oh yeah, I did. Okay. I did write down where it is in uh, next to where it happened as well. But the, the title of this episode is Goodness, Man. A quote from Heath Slater as he is talking to uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, well, we'll get to that in just a little bit. That happened, uh, happened after the halfway point of the episode, I think. But anyway, we open up with Miz and uh, John Morrison with the dirt sheet, and they show the trailer for their new film, Once Upon a Time on the Dirt on the Dirt Sheet. That was pretty good. I liked it. Um, let's see. The New Day come out, and they uh, they talk about how they they they're really impressed by Mister Miz, who appeared in that trailer, um, and then uh, reminded the Miz that Mister Miz is his father's favorite wrestler is kofi kingston and the usos come out uh after the uh miz and morrison said that they they beat all of the tag teams in uh on smackdown and the usos took issue with that and uh, but then the uh miz and morrison attack and then we go into our match of uh um the usos versus dolph ziggler and bobby root robert root uh, the Usos won that match, um, and then uh, backstage we see that Corbin is very angry, um, and he abuses a video engineer. Um, because why was he doing that? Why was he so mad about all of the? I think he was mad that they were playing the replays of him being covered in dog food from last week and all that um elias uh starts to sing a song um he's interrupted by Sami Zayn and cesaro uh, we get elias versus cesaro and elias wins that match via flying elbow um corbin demands respect for being a king uh respect for the crown and he demands one more match with roman reigns and he also pours a drink on a fan that was that was a pretty good moment i was trying to find a picture all right so my uh uh, I have a, a WhatsApp chat. Uh, I've mentioned it before. If you're interested in joining the WhatsApp chat, sent sent me send me a, a, a message on Twitter, uh, either at TIW Podcast or at uh, JKIRE JKIRE. Um, either one of those, I'll probably get it. Send me just a regular mention because the direct messages might not get through. But um, I don't know what my settings are for that. But um, Anyway, so this this uh, on the chat since its inception, it originally started by it was originally started by somebody else, and that person left the chat at some point after us. It was made for WrestleMania, 
going into last year's WrestleMania. That person left, which left like the next person who had joined as the administrator, and that person never used it. So we were getting all these spam bots and stuff that, and because there, none of us had the authority to, to boot people out or anything like that. Um, so I, I, I said, Hey, should we do a non-spam group so that like one of us or multiple of us are administrators so that we don't have this problem? Um, and having multiple administrators, if one of us does something, what does happen to one of us, then that we can, the other people, or one of us just loses interest, that not that something nefarious happened or something, then they, there are others who can cover things and, and keep people from being spam bots and all that kind of thing. So anyway, um, from its inception, as being a no spam group, I called the group um no spam bear uh no span the no no spam king corp this is really hard to say out i've never said this out loud i don't think no spam king corbin chat was the name of the chat um and th- this week was uh, like kind of a breaking point like good lord so roman reigns he accepts this challenge but only if it's a cage match and that's going to happen is it next week? Is it is that going to happen at, at Super Showdown? I don't know. They announced exactly when that's happening, but it is happening. The, this feud continues as an okay. I think the fact I I like King Corbin, but I think the fact that this <laughs> not that it has any actual influence at all, but I, I was like I feel like I'm jinxing it by keeping this as the group name and all that. So I'm going to change it. I asked for recommendations, but I changed it to to something and nobody offered recommendations anyway. Uh, so now it's the no spam rated R chat. And then it's a picture of Edge when he returns at the Royal Rumble. So hopefully this breaks the streak. Hopefully we get no more after while well, we have this one more match. But hope yeah, hopefully this this saga finally discontinues. But, uh, yeah, Roman comes out, he attacks, uh, and then Corbin runs away, and then Roman accepts that challenge, like I just said. Uh, then Goldberg, being advertised as appearing on the show, appeared via satellite, which is a real big bummer. So uh, my friends Ricky and Russell, they went to the show because it was in San Jose. I, I did not go out to the show. I also I had talked about that I was going to be going to NXT in Las Vegas, over this weekend, I said not to go because of uh, the weather looked like it might not be so great, and I wasn't really looking forward to uh, the times that I was like the times of my flights weren't really that great and all that kind of thing. So I said, just pull the plug on that. Uh, had a loss of the t- I lost the ticket because um, I wasn't able to resell it. I probably could have sold it like half price or something like that, but. Uh, if, if, uh, what, what's, I was trying to think of a folksy saying that was like, if, 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 if hand grenades were something, then we'd all be doing well or something. I don't know. Something about hindsight. That's, there's not a hand grenade analogy for hindsight, but I don't think, or there could be I think of something, but, um, anyway, so I felt bad for for them and anybody who was there because it seemed like 
oh, Goldberg's going to be there. Awesome. That's even more of a reason to go. Um, but at the same time, um, it, uh, it, no, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not, I don't, I don't know what opposition I'm trying to say, but speaking of WWE in, in California, it was announced today on Monday, February 10th, that WrestleMania 37, that's next year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2020 will take place March 28th, 2020 at SoFi or Sophie. Is it SoFi or Sophie? I don't know. Stadium in Inglewood, California. Uh, this is the brand new stadium that's being built for the, for the chargers. And is it just the chargers? Do they have another team? Are the Rams football? Are the Rams still in Los Angeles? I don't know. Who knows? A lot of people know. That's who knows. But anyway, it's the brand new stadium that, and it's going to be WrestleMania there next year. That's awesome. Um, so I'm excited. For, I'm I'm really excited for that. Um, let's see. So Goldberg, he appears via satellite and he challenges the Fiend for the Universal Universal Championship because he never got a rematch for the Universal Championship. And uh, Firefly Funhouse News interrupts, and The Fiend accepts. So I think that has the potential to be either really awesome or really bad, or at the very least, just very, very interesting. So, hey, we'll see We'll see what happens at Super Showdown. Because the rumors were, I wasn't really expecting, I thought maybe he was going to challenge Baron Corbin. But since this happened after Roman accepted the challenge, it's like, oh, it's not going to be Baron or Roman. So who who will it be? Um, because the, the uh, rumors, the big biggest rumor that I had, I had seen was that uh, the fiend would be challenged by Kane, um, which kind of made sense with some stuff that is going on a couple of weeks ago. Kane's appearance to help out Daniel Bryan, all that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. But this is this is more interesting, I think. I don't know if it'll be a better actual match. I think Kane can go still go better than Goldberg can right now. Maybe. And some, it's, it, it depends. It depends. I think it works better. Kane versus fiend makes better thematically. Like they're characters that make sense together. Goldberg and the fiend. Like how, how is that match even going to work? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, we had backstage Heath Slater uh, with the, uh, the this episode's title talking to Daniel Bryan is like, uh, man, I can't believe what the the feed was doing to you is like going after your your family and all that. And Daniel Bryan's no, that was the Miz. That wasn't me. It's like ah, you the Miz, the same thing. Goodness, man, that was real stupid of you to do the strap match and all. That. And he's just like saying all the he's like being all totally honest. Everything is just making Daniel Bryan mad. He's like, okay, meet me in the ring right now. So you get Daniel Bryan versus Heath Slater. Heath Slater just destroyed. And that was pretty, that was pretty fun to watch. I, I did enjoy that. Um, then we had Renee uh, interview Braun uh, about being the new Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he says he's going to challenge all comers anytime, any place, whatever. Uh, it wasn't officially an open challenge. And uh, same. this is after Sami and Nakamura came out 
and they demand a rematch. He says, yeah, I'll defend anyone, anyone, anytime. Uh, and Sammy says, nah, not here. We'll decide because right now the revival is attacking you. So the revival attacks Braun and they are now part of Sammy's faction. The, the, what what is the, the Sammy foundation? Is it? No, that might be what his actual charity is called. That that's not a good name for a, a heel. What is I let's give some, let's give some, uh, a shout out to Sammy Zane. Uh, and his uh, humanitarian efforts. Um, let's see. It is called. Okay, come on. Put the name of the thing in the. <sighs> I think it's Sammy for Syria. Yeah, that's what it is. Sammy for Syria launched another campaign recently, raised 50000 for a mobile clinic. Their goal is to provide medical assistance for those people displaced from war or otherwise suffering from the volatile climate in the area. Uh, so it's an, that's an awesome, awesome um, uh, goal and uh, effort uh, from, from Sammy. So Sammy for Syria, check that out. Uh, if, you're, if you dislike him as, as a character right now, being a mean guy, Go check out his uh, humanitarian efforts with Sammy for Syria, where he's doing a lot of good stuff. So anyway, okay, um, moving on. Uh, Otis prepares for his Valentine's date with a workout montage. That was pretty great. Uh, then we had Apollo Crews versus Seamus. Seamus, uh, I'm pretty sure this is, was a very quick match, but... Um, he continues the attack afterwards, and then uh, Shorty G comes out to to save Apollo from further further uh, assault. Um, then we had Carmella versus. This is the main event. I was looking forward to this. Um, that was going to be pretty awesome, and it and it was the main event, which was great as well. And I thought it was 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 pretty good. There was some great stuff throughout this match. Um, I thought it was weird. The person who won won. Because they did not do all the other all the cool stuff that the others did, but maybe that's kind of the point to get. Well, how is that the point? I don't know. Well, Bailey was on commentary for this, uh, so it's Carmella versus Alexa Bliss versus Naomi versus Dana Brooke. By the way, Bowling for Soup released their new song and music video called Alexa Bliss. That's pretty good. Good. I think that's the name of the band, Bowling for Soup. Um, go go check it out. Just just go to Alexa Bliss's timeline and like half of her posts are just retweets about it. But um, at least they were over the weekend. Uh, Carmella, she uh, takes advantage and uh, super kicks Naomi a couple of times and then gets the win. And then uh, uh, that was after. Okay, so Naomi, she countered the Twisted Bliss, which took alexa out of action and then as uh new is going for the pin she got super kicked twice and that's how carmella got the win uh, and immediately after victory bailey attacks carmella and that's interesting because carmella and bailey are like actual best friends and uh so it, it'll be i i'm not upset because this is gonna be interesting and the i I just wonder 
when is this match actually taking place? And hopefully this means that another match will take place before WrestleMania. If this one is taking place at Super Super Showdown, maybe, or if it's just on TV, I don't know. But we also have Elimination Chamber and then WrestleMania. Um, so I, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting, and it's it's different from what we've been seeing um, recently, getting uh, Lacey Evans out of there for a little bit, and uh, see, getting to see this, this Fatal 4-Way is good. Um, so yeah, uh, moving on to 205 Live, uh, real quick, I did not take specific notes about this, but we had Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch together again versus the Brian Kendrick and Arya Daivari. Um, they get to, uh, Oni and Danny get disqualified because it, Oni uses a chair and Danny stops him from using the chair some more because instead get the table. So <laughs> they go and get a table. I was worried there for a second that Danny was going to be like really upset with Oni and they break up. He's like, I can't believe that you're acting like that. No, he's like, he stopped him because we weren't going far enough. And that was pretty great. Um, so I, I really liked, I really liked that. Th- this whole episode of two hundred five five was was great. Um, well, I don't remember anything from the next match, so I, I that what I remember of this episode is great. But uh, Joel Fur and Kevin Dixie, for, uh, locals from San Jose, I guess, uh, fought the Singh brothers, and the Singh brothers won. I don't remember anything about that one, that one at all. But this next match, absolutely worth watching. Go watch this match. Second best match of the week. Uh, only behind the main event from NXT UK. As I've mentioned in the last episode, that match was bonkers. Eddie Dennis versus Trent Seven. Steel Corners Street Fight. It's crazy. Go watch that match. Um. So anyway... uh. This match was 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 also very very good. Uh, it was Jordan Devlin, uh, the the new cruiserweight champion, versus Leo Rush versus Tony Nese in a triple threat. So you know, no countouts, no disqual- disqualifications, all that good stuff that comes with triple threats. I didn't write specific things that happened. I can't remember specific things off the top of my head. I just remember this was it was super solid. Awesome stuff from all three of them. I Jordan Devlin is winning me over every match that I see him now. I was kind of iffy on him for like the first year that I knew of his existence. I was like, eh, Jordan Devlin, okay, I guess. But uh, these last two matches that I see, I think two or three, he's had a few matches recently that I've just liked more and more and more. This match, even more. He's good. He's really good. Um, I, not that I didn't think he was good before. I just didn't know he was really, really good. So yeah, that's it. Oh, Jordan Devlin won this match. I, I don't remember if I'm not sure if this match was for the championship or not. Um, I kind of feel like it was, and if it was, they didn't make a huge, huge deal about it. I'm not sure, but whatever the case is. He did win the match, and the match was great. So go check it out. Um, I think that's yeah, that's everything I want to talk about in this episode. Um, I did watch. I watched some stuff over the weekends. 
and I can't remember exact. Okay, I finished. Oh, so the Oscars happened last night. Parasite won a bunch of a bunch of awards. Um, I don't think it, I'm not sure if it won everything it was nominated for, but it won really big categories. It won Best Picture. It won Best International Feature. It won Best um, uh, Best Original Screenplay and Best Director. Uh, so that's super awesome. I, I I wish that some of the actors had been nominated from from this film because they were all they. I mean, they're also the reason the the movie was fantastic so it's 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 a bummer that they weren't even in the like support any any of them in the supporting categories or anything like that so anyway that i did not watch the oscars but i was like kind of update like refreshing the results and stuff throughout the night i didn't fill out a pick sheet or anything like that because um unless i've seen all of the movies that are nominated then it's really just like, oh, I like that movie, and that's like <laughs> also why I was like rooting for Parasite Wing because it's like one of the movies I had actually seen. But um, Little Women was great. Um, what else is that? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was awesome. Um, I did like Joker, but I feel like a lot of people like it for the, the wrong reasons. But um, is a it is a good movie. Um, what else? nominated i can't remember uh what what else was was in there but um uh but i did oh marriage story was was uh nominated for some stuff also the the irishman i have not watched the irishman but i did finally finish watching marriage story yesterday um it's like it's pretty good uh it was not really very fun to watch I don't think. Um, and then I also finished watching. Oh, what was the other movie I finished watching? It was um, Horse Girl starring Alison Brie. Um, that does tie into wrestling a little bit because she stars on Glow. Um, this movie was. I was like. It was pretty stressful to watch because you're. you're. It's about um, this woman who's. Um, going through some really stressful stuff not knowing what what is real or not and worrying that if um about whether or not she's uh she's suffering from ill from mental illness and or if something else is going on and i it was all it was kind of winning me over towards the end but it uh it i don't know I, i'm like i'm still like I'm like 50 50 on recommending if you should check it out or not. I personally did not know anything about the film other than like the little short synopsis on there. So I hadn't seen a trailer or anything like that. Um, So I, that's probably a good, I I would recommend checking out the trailer. I don't know what the trailer, how much the trailer gives away about the film, but um, I think if, yeah if if it looks interesting to you you know check it out if you already you already have netflix it's on netflix so um i mean it's not as big of an investment as going to the theater or something like that so um yeah i'd say you know check out the trailer at the very least it is it is interesting is very different um 
there were some like other films that I, it was kind of reminding me of at times, just like thematically, but not necessarily um, uh, like it, like visually and stuff like that. It didn't like. Re- re- I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it, it it's in, it's very interesting. I thought it was well made. Elson Brie does a, a great great job at uh, playing this role, and but I did not necessarily enjoy it. Uh, it did stress me out a lot, um, and I just had I, after watching it, I felt like I I need to watch something now because I watched this and uh, right after I watched um, no, I watched this and then I finished watching marriage story. I was like, okay, I need to watch something that's just like fun and kind of mindless. And so I watched three episodes of the movies that made us. There are only four episodes. I did not watch the fourth episode because I have not seen that movie and it's a movie I, I should see. Um, especially before what watching like a making of type of thing. Um, but it's done in this, it's done in the style of the toys that made us, which is a great, great series on Netflix. Um, they just do four episodes at a time, uh, for either of the shows, the, the guy who does the narration for these, he's, he's got a pretty sweet gig going as long as they keep, I think they will keep making these. They might do the games. Oh, I hope they make the games that made us. And do like a Super Mario episode, do a Frogger episode. That better be in the works because I I would watch those like twice. Because um, the toys, like yeah, I like the toys and stuff, but it's a lot of like it's I I'm not, I wasn't as into into toys as I was as is into video games. Still to this day. But anyway, um, the first episode is about Dirty dirty Dancing, which I haven't seen, but I feel like I'm not going to ever really watch that probably. So I didn't, I didn't mind watching that one. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool episode. But then the second episode was about Home Alone, which was great. And then the third episode is about Ghostbusters, which was even greater. Um, the final episode is about Die Hard and... Like I just said, I have not seen Die Hard. I've I've seen a lot of clips from it. I've seen so many, seen and heard so many references to it. Um, I think I've seen one of the later movies, but I might be thinking of a different franchise. I I think I might have have seen Die Hard with a Vengeance, possibly, or there. I think there's one where he's teamed up with his son. And it's like the first time that happens because I think it's happened since then. Uh, I think that might be the one that I saw. If that one is a different one from Die Hard with a Vengeance, which it might, that might be that one. I don't know. Obviously, I don't even remember that much. So I want to, I, I don't want to watch this episode unless I have actually finally watched Die Hard. And the whole, is Die Hard a Christmas movie and all that kind of thing? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. The arguments that people make either way, like I I haven't seen the movie, so I don't <laughs> I don't know. No. Like they, both arguments sound fine to me, but without having actually seen it, I I don't have a dog in that race. But I've mentioned this before. Nightmare Before Christmas is 100% a Christmas movie because it has Christmas in the title, you dummy. Like if you 
if you don't think that movie is a Christmas movie, I haven't seen that movie in forever, but it has it has Christmas in the title. It has Christmas in the title. Why is it even an argument? It has Christmas in the title. Can you think of any movies that have Christmas in the title that aren't Christmas movies? I can't. I I wasn't trying very hard, but I can't, like um I I I can't think of any other titles right now, but that's just a dumb that's a dumb thing to argue against I, in my opinion. And I I would go so as fo- so far to argue that that that's how is that even an opinion? It's a Christmas movie. It's about it's in the title. Okay. Why am I getting so riled up about Christmas in February? I don't know. But uh coming up this weekend we have Valentine's Day uh with uh Otis going on his date with Mandy Rose and that's going to be pretty pretty great. Um but also I will be um this week well Sonic the Hedgehog comes out this weekend. Um there's another movie that looks really cool that's coming out. Let me look that up real quick. Aha, yes. It is uh, uh Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. I think that movie looks really cool. I I really want I do really want to see that. Um Let's see. And then next week we have uh Call of the Wild. I probably won't see that in the theater. And um Yeah, mostly Sonic the Hedgehog and Fantasy Island. Those are the two that I'm looking forward to the most. Um I probably I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to see them during over this weekend because i will be going to uh flying to seattle so i can drive up to vancouver for smackdown and then the following following night middle ditch and schwartz during the day probably going to this fan expo whatever it's called i don't it's is it the vancouver fan expo or something i don't know um but two days of doing stuff in vancouver i'm super excited for that and then head on down to portland for takeover portland NXT TakeOver Portland. And then on Monday, um, I don't have a ticket for this yet because they don't have mobile tickets for some reason. Like, what the hell? Um, at the place, uh, I don't I don't even remember the name of the arena, but it's in Everett, Washington. They're having Monday Night Raw there. Uh, so I'm currently planning on going to that. But I might do something different that day. I'm not sure. Um because I don't have a ticket yet, but um, I, I assume that I'll be able to get a ticket at the box office the day of. Um, the reason I don't want to get, well, it's physical tickets only from the, their website, which is insane. And then um, it's, and you have to pay for ship, the delivery fee. Okay. Okay. So I know a lot of people, I try not to complain about tickets fees. Um, cause I, I just think of it that's that's, that's part of the ticket price. It's fine. Um, even though it's, I mean, it's higher than what the price is when you do the search or whatever, that's kind of annoying, but you know, it, it's, it goes, I, I don't know what it goes towards, but I try not to get too upset about it cause it's just a thing. However, this site, this, this arena Whatever it is, it's like Land of the Roses Arena or something weird like that. Um, 
as far as I could tell, you could not get. There's no mobile mobile entry, and there's like five dollars in fees. That's fine, whatever for a thirty five dollar ticket, um, which brings it up to like forty dollars and seventy cents or something like that. But then, but I I look at the total. And it's like $65 or something, or it might have been even more than that. I was like, wait a second. It might have even been like $80. I don't remember. But um, like, what, what, where's that coming from? I see delivery fee. And then they just have like one little, uh, you know, the radio checkbox things. Uh, it's, it only has one option. This is, is, is uh, standard mail or whatever. $20 for standard mail for those tickets. What? That's not the cost of a stamp in an envelope and the, the cost of the person to put the stamp on the envelope and then give it to the mail person. That's like, that's like 10 times the cost of that. So man, um, I'll, yeah. So I'll, I'll just get tickets at the box office for that one. Um, I don't ever do that i've never done that especially if i'm traveling to go to a show i have never just bought the tickets when i get there um it seems risky in some cases but i think i'm gonna be all right i don't think they're gonna sell out 100 there'll, there'll be some tickets available um I'm, I'm totally jinxing myself by saying that probably <laughs> if that's not the case then i'll go do something else I'll be like oh oh well I'll go uh, go check out the 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 what the space needle or something. I don't know. Um. Okay, that's it. That is it. Um. Let me know what you thought about uh, this week's um, SmackDown and Two Hundred Five Live, and all the other stuff I talked about by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.